Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by the bunch of primitive screwheads. First of all, the evil genius, <laughs> the keeper of the intersective, and the numbers guy, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> Doing okay. <laughs> and of course, the man who's always wrong, and with the hole in his collection, the clown prince of collecting, the dirty old geek, and the pictures guy. Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> well, I leave. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm... Phillips screwhead's out. <laughs> and I am, of course, the long-suffering world's <laughs> oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. My name is Lance, and. <laughs> Let's do it a trifecta. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> and welcome to another issue. Brian, do you, have, uh, do you have news for us this week? You know, thankfully this was a quiet week. Uh, we had no passings. Thank God. A week without death is always a good week. Um, but we do have birthdays. So at the end of November, uh, we saw in 1969, Greg Rucka. In 1952, one of my favorites, I don't collect him, but he's one of my favorites, uh, and I know Lance enjoys him, Keith Giffen. Yes. Uh, known for Legion of Superheroes, though if you haven't checked out Trencher from yes. Image, that was phenomenal. Uh, and uh, 1961 gave us uh, Brian Polito. Now starting in December, we had 1975, Matt Fraction, who's making a name for himself now. Getting paid. He's getting paid. Uh, 1924. The Great Jack Davis. I thought I'd hear more about that. A little yay or something. Jack Davis, Plastic Man Jack Davis? Jack Davis, Mad Jack Davis. Oh, okay. okay. And um, okay. EC Comics. Okay. 1974. One of the ones I collect. Joe Mad. I couldn't, I don't know how to say his last name. Madurira. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's close enough. Vintage battle chasers, you bastard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please. 1960 uh, gave us Jeff Isherwood. And in 1932, we saw the debut of one of my favorite comic strips. We, did, we saw this? We saw it. Uh, we're three old geeks. Alley oop. Oop, oop, oop. Alley oop, oop, oop. Boop, boop, alley uh, So oh, that's it. That's the. Other than that, uh, we're good. Unless you guys got something. Unless you heard something I didn't. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for this week's edition of the world famous Three Old Geeks Top Three list, gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the clock, what are your top three favorite reboots? Of any franchise in any medium, and go. Dun, 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 dun. You know what? Mine is going to be the first one of mine is um, is a movie, and it's right along the theme of where we've been going, and I'm going to uh, go with Evil Dead, the uh, reboot of that. I don't know who directed it, but uh, I thought it was a phenomenal little film that uh, accentuated the horror more than the. The giggles, okay. Yes, but I really yes. enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it too. I, I saw, didn't. I saw it in theaters. I liked it. It was. It was a different flavor than yes. 
it, it was more along the lines of Raimi's original one, where it was just pretty much strict horror. It was, or, it was way darker. But uh, what I liked is that they they didn't try to do Raimi. No, you know, it was they, their. Well, I heard that Raimi gave his blessing in order mm-hmm. to do it or whatever. Yeah. But they, yeah, they went their way with it, and uh, and I always like when they try not to copy. Well, yeah, you can't you can't duplicate that, right? Because of when it was made, how it was made, you you couldn't you couldn't make it that you couldn't you good can't be rainy. Can't be, yeah, you can't be rainy. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> so that's for three. That's three for me. Okay, uh, my number three. I, I went one comic, one TV, one movie. So did I. Okay. Ooh. Uh, my comic is, which is number three, is the the new Guardians of the Galaxy as opposed to the original Guardians of the Galaxy. As much as I love the original ones, the, the Rocket Raccoon, Groot, all that stuff, has obviously taken everybody by storm because they make movies out of it. Uh, they're not going to make a Martinex and Charlie 27. And, and damn well they should, damn it. And they should. I, I, I love those characters, but the, it, I think they told better stories, more more being the Guardians of the Galaxy in the newer stuff than they did in the original stuff. And McNiven rebooted it, so... Okay, and McNiven rebooted it. I love the art. So, yeah, Abnett mm-hmm. brought it all together. Well, they um, did that Annihilation series where they brought all the characters in. Yeah. Where they redid... Because Star-Lord, I still have a hard time getting away from the burn, which I thought was the... Not only some of his best work, but yeah, but Star Lord was kind of just Star Lord. True, they they gave him a little bit more importance. Uh, they they sort of he replaced Vance Astro from the original one, you know, mm-hmm. as far as the leader, the heart of the team. Uh, having Gamora in there, it's, it's fun to have a kick-ass Green Babe in there. Uh, it, I just I liked I liked the stories they did with that, and it was I like that they found something to do with Drax. Yes. Because he was always kind of a Midland character, well, sea he, level. He, he was like a, a, a lowercase talk. Yeah. <laughs> he was stupid, he was strong, and all he's made to do is kill Thanos. And it's like yeah. kind of really one-dimensional. Yeah, and so. they've, they've done a lot with that. Good choice. Thank you. All right. Uh, I, like Keith, did uh, comics, movies, and TV. And... Uh, no secret here for my comic, because uh, I didn't want to take what I think is going to be one of yours. Um, I'm going to go with the reboot from the early 90s of the Justice Society. Oh. By Len Straczynski and Mike Parabek. Uh-huh. It was a 12-issue limited series. Uh, love Mike Parabek's art. He's got a very Bruce Timm style yes, and yes. stuff like that. Yes. Um, but it was basically... Uh, and you know, it got canceled for this reason. It was a bunch of senior citizen heroes trying to adjust to modern society because they've been stuck in limbo fighting Ragnarok uh, for fifty years or whatever. And uh, it was a, it was a, my one of my favorite, you know, kind of men, men and women out of time. They uh, they introduced Jesse Quick in yes, that too. They in- introduced Jesse Quick in that. Oh. And then, uh, you know, and, and to compile that, I mean, you've got the great reboot, reboot of uh, the JSA, which I think is the one that everybody knows from the, the late 90s, early 2000s, which is a mix of the old and the young. And then you, that's where you get Stargirl and and uh, the new Wildcat and, and a bunch of that other stuff. And, uh, yeah, so uh, got to go with that. Great choice. You know what? And, yeah, and I was going to say, if you enjoyed that, uh, I would also throw in that you would might enjoy uh, The Twelve. Came out I from did Marvel. read that. 
Uh, Michael J. Straczynski wrote that. Uh, I can't remember the guy who did the art, but I loved it. Yes, it had a very pulp. All of yes, the covers yes. had a very pulp feel to them and stuff like yes. that. And they had the original Black Widow, who was kind of a yes. soul vampire and stuff like that. It was, it was some neat stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did enjoy I, that one. I enjoyed that in that vein. Uh, number two for me is going to be controversial. I think so. Oh, my I God. I went with um, <gasps> with the movie Into Comics. But, uh, so my second one. Is this a comic or movie? He did his movie already, so this has got to oh, be a comic. Oh, you're right. You did a movie. You, sorry, never mind. Sorry. You could almost be Batman, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> At this table, I am stuff. fucking Batman, okay? <laughs> I'm Bibbo. I'm Flash. I'm oh, Bibbo from Superman. <laughs> um, no, uh, New 52, Aquaman. I really enjoyed that, all the, the entire series. I enjoyed not only that, I enjoyed Aquaman and the others. I thought what they did with the character... Um, was cool. I it, it actually made me excited about Aquaman again. Is that the, where, where they officially made him king of the sub, king of the seven seas? Mm-hmm. Did, did he have the hand made out of water? No. Okay. No, that was later on in in the regular yeah. universe. Okay, that's after his hand got cut off. And no, he he actually they actually openly mock him. Oh, in that. yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's like we do with or robot chicken does with him. They, they, you know, oh, you talk to fish. How's that? Go? Yeah, he, they openly, he's kind of like the loser character, and, uh, yeah, it but, was pretty fun. I mean, yeah, the shit that they brought in the trench, which yeah. was just amazing. Um, that'd be a cool horror film. Yeah, that's Mara, what they were talking. Is they were talking that as a part, as a spinoff of the Aquaman movie, yeah. the okay. trench. I think that got canceled. Yeah, I think that got pulled. But they did Aquaman and the others. Which uh, I yeah, thought I was, read. Uh, you know what? I thought it was fun. It was kind of a spin-off, silly kind of thing, but I, I enjoyed it. I, so Aquaman of the New Fifty Two. All right. Uh, my number two is um, it's the movie aspect of this, and it's I probably said this on different episodes, so or issues. Um, it's uh, the Daniel Craig's Bond. Yeah, you actually, you just mentioned that uh, the remake, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 I'd it, agree it, with you on that. It's it by far the fact that they keep a story going instead of being just incidents. Uh, I actually like a lot. Uh, they developed the character a lot in this time. I haven't seen the new one yet, so I don't know how it ends. I saw the first couple of them, and I miss Money Penny. I miss I, I miss kind of the 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 light part of the, of the Bond stuff where it's Money Penny and Q and the wisecracking and and the goofy gadgets. And the goofy, I, I, get that I, I kind too. of miss that, but I I, I I mean I completely wholeheartedly agree with you. And Bond needed an update in order yeah. to not be this unless you're going to completely do camp and do a throwback yeah. like you know Batman sixty six. You can or do something Austin like that. Powers, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Daniel Craig was phenomenal. Uh, yes. yes, yes. So he I just I really caught the tone of it. Did enjoy it. I enjoyed everything about it. Yeah, you're right. It didn't have the gadgets. It didn't have that aspect of it. But I'll watch Mad Helm for that. So. But it was supposed to be more of a, a Bond in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Where, it, yeah, it, you it, pull, it, no, it, it is you, a reboot. It is totally a reboot. Yeah. And you can't, you in the day and age of the Bourne identity and the new Mission Impossible and all this, you can't have, I mean, like you said, unless it's going to be, you're going to make it completely awesome powers, you can't in this day and age have Bond like he was in the 60s or whatever. Right, no. Yeah. No, so, I would agree with that. Yeah, that's an excellent choice. All right. 
Um, all right, in my, in the this case, I'm gonna go with uh, my movie selection, and I'm I might steal somebody's, but maybe since you're doing two comics, it might only be Keith's. Uh, uh, I'm I gonna just say, did my movies. Oh, you did your movie. Okay, okay so this bad, is my I'm movie, so maybe I won't be stealing anything. <laughs> um, I think the Spider-Man reboot with Tom Holland is the best. That's on all like sc- on screen, screen Spider-Man of all time. Of yeah. all time, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, without a doubt. Uh, the first two were really good. I never even saw any of the Andrew Garfield ones or whatever. Really. No. First one was okay. I liked Andrew Garfield. I, I, actually, I think Gwen Stacy was the best part of the yes. Andrew Emma Garfield. Uh, yes, but um, no, I just I think uh, Tom Holland does. He's the Oshucks, Peter Parker from yeah, he's geeky enough. The Queen from Queens. I love the fact that it's set in high school. It's really got a like a John Hughes feel to it and stuff like that. They um, have a great supporting cast. The, the supporting cast is, yeah, I mean. Even the way it's incorporated into the MCU yes. with Tony, like, being a surrogate father to him, I think works yes. really well. I, I, That's a great choice. And, and Marissa it's not, Tomei and as Aunt May. Absolutely. The hottest, absolutely May, the hottest Aunt May ever. But that's so through me. Yeah. I did not expect that. Uh, very excited because, And yes. I, I like the fact that they touch on, like, all the heavy power, you know, with great power comers. They they touch on it. They don't hit, like, it seems to me like in all the other ones, they hit you over the head with that. Well, I think in the new Spider-Man movie, I think uh, probably Tobey Maguire's character is going to teach him that. So that's going to become a saying in the movie. That's my guess. That's that's my prediction. No, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not looking people? at Keith because Keith doesn't watch. Have you watched the trailer? I have watched the trailer. Holy fuck me. Buddy. We're finally getting the fucking Sinister Six, dude, and oh. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I am so excited. <laughs> I can't stop saying that enough. That looks so good. I can't figure out why it's Dark Doctor Strange, but it's like Drunken Doctor yeah. Strange. Let's see what we can do. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm the source of Supreme. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, Brian, what's your number one? <laughs> My number one is um, there's a preface to this, and I know you know what it is, uh, but I'm going to say it is the Amanda Connor rebirth version of Harley Quinn. Okay. So you've gone through the new 50 Harley Quinns phase. And you come out with uh, what Amanda Connor did with the character, which uh, made her fun. I mean, was just fun. I mean, even more fun than, than Bruce Tim and Paul yeah. Dini made her. Now, uh, crazier too. Yes. Oh yeah, she's just uh, a nutty little uh, fruitcake. I love the character that they created. And then go back to, um, I love the original. So yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I thought that this was kind of a fun little. Evolution, where you skip that whole New 52. Yeah, yeah. Dark Harley never worked. Joker at. <laughs> never worked. Punt pushpin, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no. Banging Deadshot in a dirty bathroom <laughs> on the sink. Oh, that's classy. <laughs> Way to go, DC. Thanks for throwing that one in my head. I can never unsee it. <laughs> Obviously, because you bring it up. Every fucking week. <laughs> Oh, God help us. What's uh, your number one? My, my number one uh, took a show that I didn't really even follow that much because I thought it was a ripoff of the other uh, things. And then made it into a dark, 
gritty, more realistic. Just stole my number one. Okay. Wow. He got it from that. Wow. Say it. This Battlestar Galactica. Yep. Took, took something that looked silly. It's like Knight Rider had a baby with a with a snow uh, a stormtrooper and made it into something really cool and, and like I said, realistic. I mean, and it was the debut of a ton of actors. I mean, his girlfriend got her start there. Katie Sackhoff, Trisha Helfer, Jamie Linda Bamber, Parks. Yeah, all Linda these Parks. just uh, all these Tr- guys. Trisha Helfer. And then you get Ed, Edward James almost as Adama. So it, good. It, it, it's fantastic. And then who was the, the woman who played uh, the president? Uh, what's her face? Uh, oh, God. Not Badia. What the hell's her name? Um, no, it wasn't Bonnie no, Bedelia. No, I know, I know. But I always get those two confused. Uh, she, she's she been in tons of things. She's a great actress, and I can't. I'm, I feel bad I can't remember her name. Keep going. But I researched. I researched no, the reason, I, this right because now. you have, I, you know, you mentioned Katie Sackhoff, Trisha Helfer, uh, Linda Park. Yeah. You have all these screaming hot women. Mary, Mary McDonald. Yeah, Mary, Mary McDonald. Yeah. Who who absolutely holds her own. Yes. And uh, and you believe but her in as a president. different way. You uh, believe her as president. Yeah. And and just the character actors that came in and out of that and, and the whole who's a who's a Cylon. The whole yeah. going back to the thing. You know, the the movie. It, it, you had that whole okay. And some of the, and, the choices uh, that they made for the characters were What's Bold, the, yeah. You had the, the what was his commander Tig Tig, you know, just being a hard ass jerk alcoholic, and you had a lot of lot of cool cool things going on in that show. I, I, uh, sorry to mean take your number one. That's okay, but the, it's a the, great the, choice for number one. Uncle. Well, I I have my backups and I actually reserve them because I could have swore you guys being the bigger comic guys than I am, you guys were going to say them. But I've got so I've got to lance my number one now. Ooh. Ooh. And I am surprised that Brian, you didn't mention this one, but John Burns, Man of Steel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally taking everything that was goofy about Superman from the Silver Age, including and, Lex Luthor, including Lex Luthor. Yeah. Okay, that fuck can't the be that can't be fifteen minutes. Uh, no. <laughs> but. Uh, Bringing down Superman's power man level, where he's not moving planets, he's not, he doesn't have a different superpower every week. He's he's, he's realistic as far as as superpowers go, and explaining how he does it too, and explaining the my favorite explanation of why his suit never gets holes in it, but his cape does. Yeah, he's got a telekinetic field around yeah. him. I thought that was brilliant. Just lifting it, lifting that oil tanker and going to crack in half, <laughs> flying but, the plane from the inside. Yeah. yeah. The other one is the early 2000s reboot after Heroes, this god-awful Heroes Reborn with the image guys, with Rob Liefeld and Captain. That is when they brought the heroes back, and that's the run in the early 2000s of Kurt Busaic and... Um, George Perez's run on on Avengers. Yes. You know what? And I had had that in my head, and I thought, eh, somebody else may take it. But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I had Man of Steel on my backup list. I didn't. I, uh, you know what? I, I went with the first three that popped into my head, but, uh, the Perez run on Avengers, his second run. Oh my, oh my God. It, that's, uh, to me, that is as good as comics get. Yes. Oh, that, that made Ultron, that, that had an Ultron story, yeah. like, 
But yeah, but they in, did Triathlon was... Man, and I always thought yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. fucking stupid. A triathlon aside, the, the rest of the <laughs> was, was really yeah, stinking kick-ass. It had every great yes. Marvel character and the best incarnation of oh, them. Oh, and, and Perez just at his peak. Yes. Just screaming. I was look, when I was looking this up online, I for completely forgot about the throwback story where all of them were like knights in yes. the Middle Ages. And, he, and Perez literally had an a costume for every single one as a knight or a medieval guy, which was unbelievable. All right, well, we went over the timer, but that's a good topic. Top three reboots of all time. Let us know what yours are. All right, so for this week, we are joining number 18 on the Ringer's list of top cult films. We are joining the cult of 1992's Army of Darkness. Directed by the legendary Sam Raimi, written by Sam and Ivan Raimi, and starring the incomparable Bruce Campbell. And the only other listing on uh, on uh, Wikipedia was Empbeth Davids, who played um, Sheila. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so this is the direct sequel to The Evil Dead 2, which uh, Ash is flung into the distant past. Yes. To deal with a bunch of primitive screwheads who are dealing with the Deadites and the Necronomicon. Damn books. Books are bad. Don't read. Or actually remember the spell. <laughs> so yes, this is a as as described an epic horror comedy. Accurately described. I think so. This got away from, and, 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 and I forgot how much, I, I, I saw this way back, this is the second time I've ever seen this, and I remember watching this now in college, because I went to the Evil Dead Marathon and stuff like that, and this, I, I, I could never say that I've ever seen a movie that had both a Three Stooges reference and a Harryhausen reference. It's just, it's a mashup of everything, it's, awesome. it's, it's just awesome. <laughs> he, he threw a lot in this. There was a lot. Yes. See, I wanted to, um, you know, full disclosure, uh, Dr. Rich Needs One was supposed to be here today, and I was really looking forward to him being here just so I could say this. But the first thing that I picked up when he said that it's the 1300s, he believed, and all I could think of was this is two to 300 years before the Great Vowel Shift, so you would not be able to understand anything these guys were saying to you, even though they were speaking English you would not be able to understand it because it would not be a form of English that you are familiar with. Hence the great vowel shift. Thank you for sucking all the fun out of the movie, wow. right? Yeah, okay. Now I, I hate it. It's stupid. I, I don't know how you can land somewhere and go, it's got to be 1300s. From what? <laughs> it's not there, like you saw there, a newspaper. There, there's sand here. It's got to be 1300s. This feels like the 1300s. <laughs> Seriously, what? <laughs> and I would expect that Ash would have gone, well, since I can understand them, I know it Because everyone to be knows about the Great Vowel Shift. The Great Vowel Shift has had to occur. Even then, it would have been hard to understand them, but still, you would have been able to understand them. Uh, though they would probably not have been able to understand you. That being said. <laughs> Thank God that's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> that being said. Once you know of the Great Vowel Shift, you can't ever look at the world the same way again. Is a Connecticut the, Yankee in King Arthur's card? Be damned! Is it like is <laughs> it like the Mandela effect? No. Okay. <laughs> there was a vowel shift in the way we talk. 
And because of that, we now talk this way. But without- So, Keith, <laughs> what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reconsidering now. You know a- what? It was funny. I was watching it and I was going, even to me, this is a bit juvenile. <laughs> oh, the fight with the witch, the one. <laughs> it was like a slap fest. It, 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 it's definitely Sam Raimi filming. It, from the arrow shots, from the ground follows, all the stuff he did in the other previous ones, he continued this. And you can see where Xena and Hercules came from. By watching these movies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't even put that together, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. But wasn't he involved in that? Yes, he was. That's okay. what I'm He did. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know he did. And that's why Ted Raimi was in both. He, oh, yes. That's right. He was. <laughs> he, knows I, you know, vowel, he knows vowel shifts, so <laughs> that's the important thing. <laughs> Shut up. I remember. What would, what would that be before the vowel shift? You know what? I saw Kevin Sorbo twice at cons, so I don't want to hear it. He's a nice guy. But I've never seen Lucy anyway, Lawless. About the movie we're talking about. Oh, great deal of, of practical effects. The amount of practical effects he uses warms my yes. heart. Yes. Uh, the skeletons digging the graves in stop motion, again, warmed yeah. my heart. Yes. I thought uh, the conversations between them, hey, welcome to the land of the living. Now grab a shovel. <laughs> The uh, Three Stooges style slap fight, for yeah. lack of yes. a better, with the skeletal hands coming out of the ground, and 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 Bruce Campbell hamming it up, curly yeah. style. Oh, he yeah, he's great at that. I was gonna say I don't know that there's another actor who could have played Ash. Just uh, when his face stretches, the the appliques there that they used, it was like. It was fun. It was really yeah. fun. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's more comedy than it's horror to me. <laughs> it's more definitely more comedy than it is epic as yeah. well. You know, it, it's funny to see uh, because we have just recently seen The Evil Dead, and that was a dark fucking film. Yes, it was. Yes. And then you get into the third film in the <laughs> Evil Dead series, and it is so far from that. I mean, it's yeah. just one of the. Biggest changes from the first movie to in 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 tone from the first movie to the third movie. Yes, yes. like he wasn't even trying for evil. That this was I'm going to do my Lord of the Rings here or something yeah. like that. You know, and it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, this is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some sugar, baby. I mean, in- infinitely quotable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, you know, Hail to the King Baby, like, being part of the vernacular when I was in college or something like that. But, uh, yeah, this this movie was a, a, a ton of fun. I forgot a lot about this movie. I haven't seen it since it probably came out. No, I neither did I. I saw it in a theater. And I think I probably seen it 10 or 15 years ago. I own the DVD. But it, I haven't watched it in at least that long. Yeah, which, which is regrettable. I should have watched this more often, but I haven't. Now I want to go back because we've seen Evil Dead and uh, it almost lends itself to we we should we really should watch Evil Dead too. Evil Dead too, yeah, I think that we should because that even that has more of a tone towards Evil it's Dead. It's a little, it's darker. It's darker. It's, yeah, it's, it's darker, it's, but there's still a lot. You're of funny starting to shit get the you're getting the comedy bits. You're getting the the quotable lines. 
yeah, we should we really should go back and and, and watch that. Uh, all right. Well, um, not a lot more to be said about this one. I don't think it's a super fun movie. It that's what it is. It's just a yeah. super fun, uh, stupid movie that uh, you walk out and enjoy. There's not a great deal of thought unless you're really into the Great Vowel Shift, as I am. Uh, yeah. You put more thought into the Vowel Shift than I think Sam Raimi put into the entire film. <laughs> That being said, what's the uh, what's the star rating on uh, Army of Darkness, boys? I'm just a little stunned. Dad. You fucking let Keith do all the physics shit. Oh, you can talk about the clanger on the bell and the bell time. Man, man, man. I bring up the great vowel shift. Everybody dumps on me. You need to start a, a YouTube thing on the vowel shift. <laughs> You'll bring it around there are so plenty. everyone will know. There are plenty. You should be more popular. You're you're better at it. <laughs> Haven't you figured out by now, Brian? We we find we find a subject that you that somebody loves to shit on every episode. Keith. Oh usually, yeah, that's right. We do. Keith that's usually. Keith, Keith usually is Keith doing the usually shit. Usually the ruinator. I, I, yeah, I, I shit on stuff I like too. So. <laughs> uh, for me, this is. Um, you know what? I'm going to call it a three and a half star film. It's just fun and stupid and. It, you, it it's dated. You can yes, you know, it's very dated, uh, but it is fun. Uh, I give it four stars. Oh, I feel generous. Well, I took off a half star for the Great Fellowship, and I'm gonna go just for the the tribute to Harryhausen alone. I'm gonna go a four star movie. This week we join the cult of Army of Darkness. Let us know what you think. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right, so we are catching up since uh, none of us have deemed it safe to go into movie theaters. We're catching up with the uh, latest Marvel releases on the Disney app. Uh, so we all decided to watch Black Widow, which was originally supposed to be re- released uh, in November 6th, 2020. Wow. Got backed up all the way to this summer, I think it was. This, this summer? July? July or something like that. Um, and then just recently came out, well, actually not even recently, maybe a couple of months ago, came out on the Disney app. So it is technically a 2021 movie, uh, directed by Kate, uh, Shortland, written by Eric Pearson, Jack Schaefer, and Ned Benson, stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, and David Harbour. And this is kind of a retro tale of, uh... You could have put Rachel Wise in there. Eh, Rachel, we'll throw Rachel Wise in there, too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of a retro tale of uh, of the adventures of the Black Widow pre Infinity Wars. Yes, it's right, af- right, right after, after Civil, Civil War. War. Right. So, like, yeah, I think it takes place in two thousand and twelve or something like that. No, uh, Civil War was two thousand sixteen. Okay, whatever. Something like that. But basically, right after Civil War. Yeah. Right so basically, the Black Widow is on the run. It's right before Infinity War. It's yeah, Black Widow's on the run from you know the Sar- Sarkovia Accords or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thunderbolt she, Ross is chasing her down. Well, she signed up and then she turned on Black Panther in Civil War, so that's why they're chasing her down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so she she basically goes back to her spy roots and uh, figures out that the operation that trained her, the Russian Red Room, is still in operation. After she thought she killed the head of it. Yes. Yes. As her last mission to join S.H.I.E.L.D. To 
Because obviously Shield, it's like the gangland initiation where you got to kill a homeless guy. You got to make your bullets there, uh, Brian. Yeah, blood in, blood out. (laughs) Uh, so we just recently reviewed Shang Chi. Thought it was a pretty neat comfort food. My favorite Marvel version of a kung fu movie. My favorite. Uh, This did not do a damn thing for me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, It starts off. It starts off with two. Cardinal Sins, as far as I'm concerned, is I was a huge fan of a TV show called The Americans. Yes. Which uh, was essentially a Russian sleeper cell uh, in the 80s. Wow. uh, You know, living in America, doing spy stuff and stuff. It was an absolutely fascinating uh, TV series. Totally ripped off the first 15 minutes, including the opening credits from that series, completely. I mean, like, I, I would dare to say it was almost shot for shot. Wow. And then they commit the cardinal sin of cardinal sins as far as a theme song for me, which is you take a really well-known heavy heavy metal or hard rock song, you do the acoustic version with a soulful female singer I liked doing it. it. I fucking despise that entire wow. genre of music. You could have not turned me off any more for this movie by doing that. And by uh, and for the record, uh, I knew I knew I could just tell that you like shit like that. But you like shit like that? I don't like. Uh, no, I do. Yeah, but they I literally took. Yeah. They did the soulful uh, acoustic version of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," mm-hmm. and 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 I fucking despised it. Oh, I, I really liked it. I actually liked I didn't that. Have one. a problem with it. Tori Amos does a good version I, of that too. I, again, I hate that entire genre though. But that's beyond the point. Um, <laughs> this was a less good version of Winter Soldier, as far as I'm concerned. I don't even think it. Uh, I don't think it comes close to it. Yeah. I, what I want to first bitch about because you brought it up. There's nothing more I hate in a fucking movie when they give us an hour and a half drive while singing one fucking song. Seriously, I mean I know American Pie is a long song. It's a long song. You can go through puberty listening to American Pie, but you don't fucking drive for an hour. You know, it's like daylight morning when they leave and they start singing it. It goes through the whole song. Now it's night and they're at some fucking... So they just had to head on repeat or something like that? It, you know what? And I thought about that as I was as I was watching it and getting more and more... Are you fucking kidding me, really, guys? Every 90 minutes it come back up on a cassette. Yeah, but then indicate it. Don't just have the song play through. I just <clears> fucking <throat> hate that. And then they get out singing it. Who the levy was dry. Who doesn't sing that? I know, I, I was singing it too. I just hate when they do that in movies. Okay. I, they fuck with time that way. It's one song. You know what? Either give the, the two minutes that you need to do to get the song out, and then go to something else. Or But don't fucking give me a montage. Then you gotta pay for the right to other songs. Don't you understand how this works? That way you just pay for one song. And you then know, it Disney be- has financial needs. It uh, Then it becomes a um, a touching moment later on. Does. During a really piss poor attempt at Mission Impossible type antics, um, I don't even know how you equate that with Mission Impossible type antics, but that's what I with the masks and the disguises and the okay. reveal and well, twists. That, that's later on. The, the, the... That's what I well, said. But the, that came the after the absolute worst setup for a okay. I have gone on record. Taskmaster is one of my top five yes. Marvel villains. Oh, I of haven't all even time. gotten into that fucking sin. But the minute, oh, well, we had to kill her daughter to make sure she was, I was just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. 
You gotta be fucking kidding. I knew it. I knew it. The moment they said that, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Arg. I, I can't even... It, it is It is almost... No, it's not even almost. No. <laughs> it is so completely crossed the line of way past almost. It can't even see almost in its rearview mirror. The sin that they did to that fucking character. Are you kidding me? One of the coolest villains in fucking uh, Marvel comics, I think, personally. They boiled him down to, to the basically the one trick pony. He can he can he can duplicate another person's fighting style. And then they didn't no, even really even go that. into it. I didn't even get that. I got that it was armor like Iron Man's, and it like in Civil War, it just happened prior to this. If you go by time wise, it just the 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 suit does it. It analyzes. No, it jacks into her brain. Yeah, it jacks into her brain. They, they upload like the fighting style up into her brain. I still take it as a, I took it as a suit because it, it was pinpointing yes. weaknesses, just like that was when, so when confusing. Tony's fighting, when Tony's fighting Cap, he goes uh, and Friday goes, "We can't beat him." We'll analyze his fighting thing, and then analyze, or take him, and then he's able to beat him. That's all I saw it as. Is, is the armor was doing it? I didn't see hers doing. It. I saw the armor is doing it. Okay, well that makes it even worse then. Because it's nothing more than. Well, again, no, this, no. This gives me you hope. Were that, right. This gives me hope there could be a taskmaster, real taskmaster, at some point. Uh, first of all, I don't. The one thing, you know, what I I don't agree with a lot of the um, non woke people. They get a little crazy on YouTube. But what I will agree with was, it was a fucking man in the suit until they took off the helmet. Oh, it was a stunt man doing yeah. this. Yes, yes. No, this was a man. This was, and then they put a little woman's head on it. Yeah. What? I, 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 I was, I was incensed by what they did, and I knew it was coming. I knew the twist going in. I had just, I had just, I was wait, like I, I knew that that, I knew I was going to be disappointed. <coughs> I didn't know how disappointed I was going to be. Yeah. Because Keith, you had seen this way. You had seen this yeah. when it came out or whatever. Really you kind of said, "Ah, Taskmaster, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna not like it." Really did like the villain. I liked him. I thought it was he was just a fucking nutty bureaucrat. Is really what he came down to, and I liked that. The one thing I will give this movie a lot of credit is that it was a he was a Bond villain. It wasn't. They got their sympathetic villain out of Taskmaster so they could have an actual evil bastard try to rule yeah. the world Bond villain as the main main villain yes. in this. So I will give him credit for that. Yeah, I thought that the villain was good. What I will say is that um, where I think that they fucked up is that they didn't give us cool Black Widow. They gave us whiny Black Widow. And... They gave all of the good stuff to Florence Pugh. Yes. Yes. Florence Pugh was well, the widow we wanted. She's she's taking over. They, I they know. pretty much knew Scarlett Johansson wasn't doing another one, so that's why they did that. But but they had such an opportunity. Not only did they have an opportunity to do a really good film this time, they really I thought had an opportunity at a franchise. Yeah, passing they the could torch have, and then yeah. getting a couple but, out but of this. You going back? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of history there that they could have done if they would have made. Scarlett Johansson, cool. The the movie I was looking for, 
and and I wanted him to do eventually was the Budapest story with Hawkeye and her. I actually liked that they didn't do that because I thought that that uh, like in Solo, the Kessel Run, it would just be yeah. done shitty. It would just weaken it. Yeah, it like would be done shitty. I want to see the Budapest story. Yeah. The two weeks in the hiding that they were doing is actually more exciting to the, me than yeah, the entirety yeah. of this. Yeah, film. yeah. Uh, but uh, I was glad that they didn't, only because I thought that they would. Yeah, no, they would I wanted water it, it down I wanted and it as a it. separate film. Is yes, what I wanted. I was hoping this would lead into that. Uh, but they I, did not make Black Widow likable. They they just made her a whiny. She's never. I never. No, liked I've her always in, liked in her. In movies, I, she was, she's a hard ass spy. That's all I took her as. They gave her the moment, like when she's, uh, when she's being interrogated, and I can't remember which film it is, but she's tied to the chair, and then yeah. I've got that, him exactly where I yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about to give me everything. He's about to give me everything, and then she just beats the fuck. They yeah. gave her that moment. Yeah. In the I have to break well, the they synapsis or whatever they the fuck it was. They also had the moment where with Loki, where she, you know. Basically, it's Loki to yes. tell her, thank you for your cooperation. Yeah. And they did that. They gave her that moment. But that's the cool Black Widow that we want to see. The Black Widow that she just got her ass kicked through the whole thing. I didn't I didn't think that she was the superstar. They just weakened her and watered her down. And I understand that they wanted Florence Pugh to move forward on it. And I think it's great. I can't figure out why at the end they dressed her like... Uh, a late '90s punk, yeah, anime babe. I I didn't. What was up with that? Really? Are you that out of touch with any kind of decent fashion? That what? I just <laughs> what? Uh, I thought that I, it just was a weak movie. It was a weak story. Yeah, and they had they had some great bones. Because there was there was some great chemistry when they brought the family together. Uh, David Harbour as Red Guardian could quite possibly be my top five favorite Marvel characters of all time. He's great. He was fucking America. Yes, and I thought Rachel Weisz did a great job. Uh, I, could they make her? Could they have made her look more Russian when they go back yeah. to the pig farm? Yeah. You know, outside of extending her eyebrows together just a little more, uh, I couldn't believe how Russian they made her look. Um, yeah, I really... What a disappointing film. Yeah. No, I, I was looking... Because they have... You know, and it, this wasn't the Russo brothers, so you know you weren't going to get that high-level spy film that they made the Captain America movies into. Yeah. And I wanted to see that. I wanted it to be a cool spy movie. Well, no, okay, and I had brought this up with Marvel films are comfort food. Keith, you bring this up all the time. They just take a genre, they slap a superhero costume on it, and they hope for the best. I was hoping for a good quality James Bond, you know. You could even do a, I mean, if since it was a retro movie, you could have done a throwback to the old Bond movies or whatever with some crazier gadgets and all this other stuff. And it was like, I just, I didn't care about I didn't care about Black Widow. No. I didn't care about the White Widow or or Yelena Belova or whatever. I I didn't really care about like the the plot wasn't the plot was the weakest of Bond plots that we could take over it the world no with sense. with a bunch of you know mind controlled gals and stuff like that. It just 
I don't. It just. It did not. The action scenes weren't get very good. No. I just didn't there grab was, me. No, I it, there was like nothing other than David Harbor. There was nothing about this movie that like grabbed me and was like, whoa, you know, like this is a great Marvel film. No, Florence Pugh, I thought did a great job. I really did like her in this. Um, like her, yes. Care about her character? No, not really. Yeah, you're right. No. Well, you knew nothing was going to happen to either of them. Maybe that's maybe that that's what the summer is. Because it's a prequel. Is, you, there's no real nothing's going to happen to them. There was no yeah because you know that that that, that you know the, there's no tension, there's no drama. It's the same with the Captain Marvel. You knew nothing was going to happen to you know any of the characters. Yeah, but so you know that nothing's going to happen to Black Widow. Yeah. So give me some compelling supporting characters. That, that we can put in risk. I also knew nothing. I, I I expected actually David Harbour to die. I was actually looking for that. I was I thought for sure he was going to get killed. Or Rachel Weiss. Neither one of them did. And I thought that that was kind of fun. Uh, that they saved uh, the little girl that Black Widow blew up. You're fucking kidding me. Yeah, I mean, you, if, you, you, if you're going to go, do it. Make her yeah. fucking vicious. Yeah, that that's yeah. I, that, that oh god, that that just <laughs> bugs the crap out of me. Just make her fucking vicious. I don't care. I don't care that I blew up a little girl. She wasn't collateral damage. She was the delivery system, and she was the most efficient way to do it. So we utilized it. Hello, kitty. Click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can't get you can't be that cold blooded and uh. I mean, even the bad guys aren't as that cold blooded. No, you could, because she's talking in, in Avengers about the red in her ledger. And and, come on! In today's day and age, you could you could have the Russian shitting fire and nuclear waste on us, and people would go, "Yeah, fucking Russians!" <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, where have you guys been for four years of pounding Russian collusion down our fucking throats every goddamn day? And they're still doing it a year after the guy's out of office. All we hear about is Russian collusion. They have made the Russians the bigger enemy than China. And so you have already a built-in enemy that, that the press has been pounding on. So yeah, so blow up a kid. You can get away with it. She was being, this is what the Russians are willing to do. I see your point. Okay. Does it make sense now? Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to get political. What I am saying no, is, is that I, we what have you're a, saying is, okay, that was her. That was her turning point where she was going from a Russian to an, you know, to American. Or not even make that her turning point. That was what she was willing to do in order to further their agenda. Yeah. Good point. And so, who, no, she was trying to get out into Shield. This was her. But run, you could have okay. rewrote the story so the, that yeah, this and was, that's where they this made was the mistake. Shield run oper, operation. Okay, so, so it wasn't the Russians doing it; it was us doing this. That's why they couldn't blow up the kid. They did blow up the kid. I know, but that's why the kid couldn't die. Okay, no, they just horribly scarred her and made her a robot. Well, her father made her a robot. And okay, if somebody blows me up, the Russian made her a robot, and then I'm a robot. Even if I'm a cool robot, because she was a cool robot. We got to admit that. The look was good. Oh, I hate that. I hate that look. I oh no, I, hate I actually everything like that. This, I think they needed that a little orange. That was the best orange. they could have done. Metallic green. No, no, it's no they needed a little orange. Um, stupid. I yeah, the one girl who goes smile. I'm surprised yeah. she didn't put on little eyelashes. She just snapped <laughs> that woman's arm. <laughs> just snap. <laughs> yeah, at the end of it, uh, I'm sorry. It's all right, Natasha. <laughs> I forgive you. 
Shut up. Come on. You, if you're going to go, then fucking go. Just do it. They could have given us compelling supporting cast that we cared about that, that you're going to kill. Or you might kill. The fact that they didn't kill David Harbour and we all waited for it. I don't know if that was a surprise I or a letdown. I didn't think they were going to kill him, so I didn't. I wasn't expecting him to die. Oh, I expected him to die no, fighting Taskmaster. No, I'm Task expecting Master. him to show up again. I hope so. I'm expecting him to show up again. He's the most compelling character to come out of this. So yeah, I'm expecting. I'm expecting to be in some sort of Captain America or Winter Soldier thing. He's going to show up. I'm expecting him to show up. I thought the chemistry they all had sitting at the table eating dinner was probably the best part of the whole movie. Yes, I agree. Was just that stop slouching. I'm not slouching. Which I, I didn't say anything. I don't know why people are yelling at me. That was the greatest. I liked it. I liked when the family was together, even yep. in the helicopter. Yeah. Where he's like, My girl, save me. Oh, shut up. We're, we're not here for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it that time of the month? We don't get that anymore. Because. Uh, yeah. You know, when you go in the red room, they reach in and pull everything out. <laughs> Your uterus. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> we talking even get to the fallopian tube. Yeah, exactly. That stuff I loved. <laughs> Just the whole, and even him coming up to her, Natasha, I need to talk to you. Does he say anything about me? <laughs> I, I love those parts. Yes. The, uh, and the said The family earlier. part was more better than the actual story. Yes. Uh, yeah. That they could have, yeah. I, I did not find, like you said, the the action was pretty boring to me. Um, there, did, did any any fight scene, any action sequence, did anything? I usually sit there, and go, oh, well, you know, like wow, the elevator scene in Captain America, or the you know whatever. I, I can usually find one set piece that I find compelling, and there was not one in this movie. Nothing jumped out at me as like, hey, that's really innovative. As they far did, as action, as far as action sequences or a no. fight scene or something, that everything was. No. There wasn't anything that, that was innovative or unique, or it just was all, all rehash of all other Marvel movies to me. What really struck me through the whole thing was that the chemistry between all the characters was so good. That family group yeah. was so good that it just to me seemed like a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh and Black Widow working together. Like I said, said it earlier, and that way you can move forward coming up to something. Yeah. But now you've got five films that you could have put those two in that would have just been dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Because it was so good. And then uh, you've got Rachel Weisz with the pigs and the fucking David Harbour, yeah. which was just yeah. funny as shit. And I like that in the prison, he was not, you know, a super soldier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was out of shape and he was... Yeah. Uh, and trying to squeeze into the outfit. Yes. It still fits. <laughs> But just like where he misses shit yeah. and falls off the wall, yeah. and uh, I thought they did a good job with some of it. There was a lot of good little pieces that didn't make to a greater hole. No, that that they just could not um, put into a greater mosaic. And and the, I thought the story was weak. I thought the plot was weak. Um, I did like the fact that all this grew out of her anyway. She, I mean, she should have been more regretful because her leaving caused him to. Do this whole controlling them. I thought no. I thought that it was uh, well. Yeah, that's I, what they kind of alluded to. Yeah, but no. I, they, they they even said because you got away that he they started doing this. Yeah, but I think that they were always going towards that way. 
But then they just showed us, uh, you know, four million women around the United States who are being controlled by a man. And I thought that that was, and then she's got to free them all. You've got to free them all. Yeah, the, uh, it was not lost on me that the, the master villain bore a uh, striking resemblance to uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Did not. I didn't even catch any of that. It's funny how we, we put current day in. Uh... Anyways, so uh, not one of Marvel's finer uh, offerings. What was the, uh, what would you give this as a star rating, boys? Uh, I think that this was the weakest of their films. Uh, and I think that uh, given the, um, what it could have been with one of the coolest characters that they had. Oh, I would give this a half star. Wow. I uh, Yeah, I think that they completely missed the boat on the character. They wow. completely fucked up the story. They could have made it so cool. They underutilized Scarlett Johansson. Um, yeah, no, half star. Wow. wow. I, I enjoyed the movie. I've watched it probably about 15 times already. So, since, yeah. <laughs> I give it three and a half stars. I actually... Not as cynical as you. I, I've watched it several times. Okay. My soul is hurt. Sorry. It's, 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 it's one of those things that when you find out something you like, you know, oh, you like country music, really? I have so much respect <laughs> for you. Um, no, uh, base, I, I don't, didn't quite despise it as much as you did, Brian, but I, I have not seen all the Marvel movies. This is the weakest one that I have seen. Uh, I'd rather watch it than Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, no. Thor 2, no. Hulk. I'd rather no. watch it than all those. Yep. No. There's some country music for you. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to say it was uh, just based on like Florence Pugh and David Harbour alone. I'm going to say it was a two-star film. Wow. I, um, no, I thought this was the, it's funny that we did uh, last week my favorite and then this week, my least favorite. And I think that I, I was hoping for at least a middle <coughs> film. Yeah. And uh, well, Like I said, Marvel, Marvel movies are usually comfort food. You can usually count on them to be at least decent. And I, this one just, it, it fell on its face. Yeah, what they did with Taskmaster, how they wasted Scarlett Johansson. I, I did uh, well, Taskmaster is unforgivable sin. I that, that's that. what I mean. I, but I enjoyed them. I watched it twice this week. All right, differing opinion on this one, folks. That's uh, that's our take on Black Widow. Let us know what you think. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so we've been following along with the latest Star Wars offering on the Disney app, and that is Star Wars Visions, and we just watched Episode 6, which is uh, T-O-B-1 or Toby? Toby 1. Toby Toby or? Toby is what they called him. Okay, because I, I heard T O B one, so I don't know how it came up with Toby, but well, but well, needless to say, Toby is Astro Boy. Yes, he this is. This was a throw. This was a throwback to he's complete. Pinocchio. He's Pinocchio. I just want to be a real boy. Yeah, and 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 the the old Jedi's Geppetto. Actually, I did not draw that analogy. Until... And the little droid is Jiminy Cricket. Oh. Creaky. <laughs> Jiminy Creaky. Jiminy Creaky. 
No, I'm watching him. Like, this is Japan. He looks like Astro Boy, but Astro Boy was sort of uh, a... It's that style Pinocchio. of anime. Pinocchio. It's not my favorite. Um, it lent itself well to this episode. It reminds you of Kimba and all that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a throwback to the 60s. I, I yeah. Actually, yeah, I actually liked it. I liked the anime. The story's okay. The, 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 you know what was funny is I kept reading it as uh, to be one. Oh, it's oh. to be one. So when, when it was going through, I was like, okay, all he wants... Is, is to, to be, be one. one. Oh. And then they Look started at all calling the deep him. stuff we're wow. pulling out of this that, one. That is, wow. Nice. <laughs> Toby. And I went, Toby? No, it's to be one. <laughs> so I thought that the name gave it away for me oh, pretty oh. quick. Yeah. Uh, he was a droid that could dream. Not only did it give it away for... Yeah, it, you knew what it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I did like that fucking old guy gets killed. It becomes yeah, a yeah, force yeah, ghost. Yeah. I thought that was harder, but I guess <laughs> it isn't. It isn't once you're in the club. <laughs> I'm not only a member. I'm, what you... I'm a member. I'm not only the president. I'm a member. Uh, Yoda passed that shit along. Uh, he was cheap with it. We all knew Hor. Yoda talked when he drank. That was every... <laughs> get take... a couple of them. He tells yeah, you how to get a force. You know what? He's a little guy. It didn't take much. Yeah, it didn't take much. You give him a martini, and all of a sudden he's telling you how to be a force. Goes, hey, why do you hear some cool shit? <laughs> Let's dig this when you die. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought it was cool that it wasn't, you know, you had that one part where he gets killed. And and then Toby does the Genesis thing from Star Trek and creates life on the planet and then takes that out to the rest of the world. I thought it was just a cool, it was a different he's, look at the Jedi. He's fulfilling his... his builder's dream but it was still a different look at the jedi yes it, was. it wasn't uh as the peacekeepers or the generals it was um he was bringing part of light. nature yeah I, I actually dig the animation when he's dreaming that whole sequence they did when he was dreaming it was almost like wa- like watercolor yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i thought that was it reminded me of disney it, which it is disney so wow mind thrones <laughs> Uh, this was officially Star Wars because somebody lost an arm. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Bad things happen. <laughs> you lose an arm in Star Wars. You gotta. No. Yeah. But, uh, and then then I thought the uh, the icing on the cake was, you know, whatever his little C-3-2, you know, combined or whatever. And he turns and, and yeah, like he, does the jetpack, like yeah. Voltron, like yeah. super attack type of thing. That was that was. <laughs> freaking brilliant as, as far as a throwback to the 60s and stuff like that to my super robots that i love so yes. much <laughs> this was a fun one this was a this real was fun one. yeah it wasn't uh no you know what i could actually see the adventures of toby going on and being a nice little kid show they could they could do it yeah it, it was one of, it it was a light reflect refreshing one that i actually liked it's the second one i've liked now but i'm a heartless bastard so they're lucky uh, to get two out of me. Next one looks pretty good. Spoilers. I didn't get that far. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like we're splitting these three. We're, I'm at least three for three on this. I'm uh, three for three on three for you three. like three episodes? Three out of the six okay, episodes. So I'm right where you three. are. I like this one. I like the the ninth Jedi, and I like the Ronin. And yep. the, the rest of them, not so much. I'm too 
two and four. Two, three, and one. I'll go you know what? I, I would go. I would go uh, three and a half because I liked that. Um, the one with the Jedi at the village. At, oh, the, the bride. The, yeah, right. the arranged marriage. I, there was things about that that I really liked. So I would go I like three and a half. I'm not going to say it was a full chubby, but I'm proud of you, Brian. <laughs> Been won't say it lifted the zipper, but I will say that you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was proud of you. Filled, <laughs> no, I filled the void. Three and a half hours worth of recording until you got to this point. I'm you're you're evolving as a human being. What more can I say after that? Don't say anything. Three more episodes to go. Stick with us on this one. Just slink off. Tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek podcast for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening. And hey, keep on geeking on.